Welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 107. I am Jim. I'm going to be joined by Brandon and maybe uh, the tale of two Brandons because we recorded some things early and then supposedly he is going to meet me tonight after the Bills home victory that he did attend, the home opener I don't know. I haven't heard from him in a little bit. So we may have another bit of Drunken Brandon on our hand, but we'll have to wait and see. But he will be here when we start off. Me and him talked about Carnage way, way late last night or possibly way, way early. It actually was. We got done at 2 a.m. So you'll hear us talking about that in just a minute. But since this is the intro, let me tell you where you can find us all around the intro net. You can go to our website, which is weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. You can go to our Twitter page. That's WS Marvel Comics. You can go and get us uh, at iTunes, Stitcher, the Play, the Google Plays, the Spotify's. And if you do, and you would be so kind, you can leave a rating and review if you want. Uh, We never force anybody with that. And also, I am proud to announce that we have a Facebook page that Andy ended up starting, and that is just Weird Science Marvel Comics. You can search that up and join us on Facebook as well. Uh, As we say this, I'm working on both a Grindr and a Tinder profile for the podcast. I don't know how that will go over, but we shall see. But also, we have a Patreon account where you can go to patreon.com slash weird science and you can support us and get many, many more shows, uh, including a lot of Marvel stuff and that including... A weekly spotlight. And the weekly spotlight is picked by the bad butts of the Fresh Start crew. Fresh Start, boop, boop. And that is the higher level. And they get to pick everything that we do, including what two books we do every Wednesday night as the Patreon spotlight. It's the start of our recording week. And if you want to get a jump on some reviews and some books, you go over there, sign up for the Patreon. And this week, you could listen to Spider-Man number one, the Abrams father-son duo book and jim subs black panther and the agents of wakanda number one so yeah and there's other things as uh right before i got on here as i was waiting for brandon i'm actually doing the finishing touches on my episode of the marvel event podcast that i do each and every month this is me in the middle of the thanos war uh and it, it really involves a lot of rick jones and captain marvel And it actually has a bit where Captain Marvel kind of reboots himself during this event. It's one of the big things that happens in this episode that I'm doing right now. Just a little little tidbit. A little bit of a sneak peek at what we do. And with all of that, there's probably some other things that I'm missing. But hey, it's time to get on with the show. Get on with the podcast. I'm going to go off now and talk. With Brandon, a sober Brandon, tired but sober Brandon, where we got together and talked about 
Absolute Carnage number three. All right, and we're here to talk a book. I'm here with Brandon. Yo. And that might be a shock to some because the Bills play today. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Because we're not <laughs> recording get this all on Sunday night. On them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we're not recording this Sunday night. We knew that we had to record something early because usually old Brandon there goes to watch the Bills home games and gets a little bit inebriated. Sometimes he likes I don't to enjoy. Return, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he likes to enjoy the drink. Yeah. As and they Buffalo, say now, instead of going to the store for a pack of smokes, you go to the Bills game and you never yeah, return. And you may is. come back, you may yeah. not, who knows. Right. But uh, you have, in the meantime, told me that because of how crazy Braxton is acting, and I say crazy being nice because yeah. he is being a little bit uh, yeah. of a hassle. Yeah, not even a hassle. Yeah. yeah, maybe a uh, a handful. Yeah. Uh, so you said that it's like one of those things where maybe you can't really drink as much as you normally would yeah. because when yeah. you come home, you still have to help I'll, out. I'll have to basically alternate Coors Lights in between my IPAs. Yeah, there you, you know? go. There you go. So what you're telling me is you're going to be drunk is what you're telling me, but we'll see. <laughs> well, but yeah. you, you did say that you probably will be able to record Sunday night. But yeah, in the meantime, we figured that we'd get a book get or the big two one out, out of the way yeah. before then, just in case. So, yes, we are going to be talking uh, here about – Carnage, absolute carnage. Now, in the meantime, I do want to tell everybody it is one thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. I, I'm exhausted. I know that yeah. you're exhausted. You haven't yep. slept much. Work today, uh, also, four hours sleep. It was yeah. great. My whole deal was, uh, you know, podcasting. I ended up podcasting, doing uh, stuff with Eric for the DC podcast. That was about five hours earlier today. I did a new show earlier than that. And then just before this, I ended up recording the X-Books with Double A-Ron. And in fact, I ended up recording with Double A-Ron. We got done around one o'clock. And I saw that you had messaged me about recording tonight. And you're like, hey, you know, I'm up. We can do these things. Now, that was a little bit earlier. I ended yeah. up as a almost like a thing that I didn't want you to think I left you hanging. I messaged back, all right, I'm done recording now. That was kind of going to be a placeholder when you woke up tomorrow and said, ooh, he was up late. And he, no, no, you responded. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> now we're going to be recording. I'm so, but uh, I'm up. I'm ready to go. We're yeah. here to talk about one book it's absolute carnage like we said absolute carnage number three, three and yep. with that it's a very very quick read it, is. it really is uh yeah. some big things happen but big things in the manner of cool big things i wouldn't say that they're actually actually like real important things yeah. overall i, I would but say it this is might- kind of cool be the first issue that kind of steps away from really that thick horror vibe we've been getting in the, yeah. the first couple. Yeah, this and is it, more of an action pack, I like agree. an action yeah, movie type exactly. deal. Yeah. Um, and it is Absolute Carnage number three, written by Donnie Cates, pencils by Ryan Stegman, inks by J.P. Mayer, colors by Frank Martin, and letters by V.C.'s Clayton Cowles. And barely, I'll just read the whole deal. For years, the symbiotes in the Marvel Universe have been leaving microscopic pieces of genetic material called codices in the bodies of their hosts. And Cletus Cassidy bonded with the godly symbiote known as the Grendel has returned to claim them. After attempting to find a test subject for the codex extraction machine built by the maker, Eddie Brock and Spider-Man found themselves staring down Cletus Cassidy and Norman Osborn now in full symbiotic madness. Barely escaping with their lives, Eddie and Spider-Man 
decided to split up and find other previous symbiote hosts to bring them to the safe house for Codex extraction. In the midst of a wave of carnage, doppelgangers that he found Miles Morales, a.k.a. Spider-Man, and Mac Gargan, one-time Venom host and current Scorpion. Gargan came face-to-face with the carnage-infected Osborne, who quickly dug a symbiotic tendril into Gargan's spine to remove his Codex. Eddie, knowing they're fighting a losing battle, picked up the now-paralyzed Scorpion, but Eddie couldn't save Miles in time. And that's what we got uh, from the deal. And I'll, I'll tell you full out that while this was going on, I did completely forget that Scorpion is pretty much a cripple here and can't yeah. move. Yeah, and I even had to be when you go, yeah, and even when you go into this, I just thought he was dead. Not, I'll be yeah, honest. <laughs> and even so, I just thought he was just kept being attacked. I mean, he is on the ground a lot here. He isn't moving. Obviously, he's not running around, but yeah. he is being beat up as this is happening. Yeah. So you end up, and and I'll tell you, I usually go into these issues. I don't personally read that intro deal until the podcast i read the issue a couple yeah, times no, I'm for the some reason way. i don't do the recap i just unless get it's into a book it. I'm, I'm joining like you know in the middle of something i skip yeah right they over haven't that. been reading so yeah. i i do i'll admit that i forgot that scorpion was crippled and even in the fact where you have you know eddie grabbing him and swinging out and getting away I still just thought he was beat up too much. So I'm glad that we read that so that we do uh, remember. But yeah, the big thing last issue was Miles ending up, you know, being taken by Carnage. And this was a big thing because we kept saying from the very beginning, listen, you know, this was the the guy who could take down the yeah. Grendel. This was, you know, Miles yeah, was the one he Venom who stung attacked. him right out of the sky. Yeah, and got him out of the sky. So we even said like, boy, they should really go to him right away. And then when you do go, it, it's obvious that Donny Cates in the middle of this wants Miles off of the board of the good guys because he could kind of end it, yeah. you know, anytime he wants <laughs> yeah, to. And so, so you're not going to get that. And and even the fact where it does seem like if he's on the good guys, he would be more of a threat to carnage than now as a carnage deal. He'd be a threat to our good guys, even though he's still, you know, yeah. carnage out miles. But with this, he kind of just gets tossed aside. I know. So yeah, he- that's. The cool part about, you know, him being a bad guy, the the good guys have to face is, I don't know, is he taken off the board here pretty quick? Because either he didn't get a good dose of the carnage gene or you think yeah. he would be a good carnage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> he would, yeah if if is- he's taken down the, the Grendel previously, he would be somebody carnage would want, you know, right by his side, I would think. Yeah, and it's almost like he's one of those where... I don't know. If you go football, you end up having a defensive back who always kills just your team. So you get him in free agency pretty much for the most part to get him so you don't have to play him anymore. Yeah, he's going to be on your team. He might be good, but you're getting it off. And there's always those guys around the league that they're not necessarily the greatest players, but for some reason they always kill your team. And it's like It happens with uh, enforcers a lot in the NHL. Yeah, in the NHL, yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll hop – well, not so much anymore. More, they're not and even so, much, even but. without enforcers, there's always those guys that are always better against certain teams. They're always like, you know, the Achilles heel to certain teams, and then yeah. they'll go to get them, even though, you know, they may not have a ton of points, but a lot of the points are against that one team and things like that. But because what happens is he ends up being carnage. Like you said, he just gets tossed aside, even with the idea that toss is written there on the panel when he does <laughs> it. He tosses them. That really and when helps he does, me because these yeah. two panels even though i love the art in this issue i was confused as to what's going on it's just the perspective i guess of the panel 
was throwing now, me off until I saw the toss. When I guess Venom just chucked him. I guess yeah, that's and, what and the weird thing about this is I I like the art. I think it's not as good as it has it's been, but I do think that it goes into where you said earlier. Without that, you know, real horror vibe, I think Ryan Stegman is kind of doing it a little bit different, more of a like you said, an action packed deal as we go. There's just some weird things in it. I, I ended up I don't like the way he draws the thing even though yeah. you only get a little bit of them. It's not there that much. And and for some reason, that picture where you end up where Eddie ends up going back uh, to the safe house with Scorpion, and you have that deal where you have all those heroes from the uh, Venom deal where they're like, hey, Spider-Man's there. Yep. I, end up, I, I think that that panel's a little off. It's not as good as all the rest. And that kind of threw me off when I'm looking at it. Even Wolverine looks a little odd. It looks like he's like he's got big gums and teeth there. He looks a little <laughs> off to me. He's you know PC uh, principal PC well, he or did whatever. Just come that. back from the dead last year. He I mean, did. give the guy uh, hey, a break. Listen, I didn't. T- I didn't tell him to come back <laughs> ugly. That was not my <laughs> idea, and that's what it seems. But yeah. So while this is going on, where you do have him toss Miles aside, maybe that's just one of those where really what happened here was Donny Cates is like, we just got to get Miles out of the picture here. Yeah. We can't have him I on either side. I think they wanted to side. focus too on this Osborne thing. He's been the one yeah. lingering around since yeah, the and first I, issue. I just, I really think that, you know, it's one of those where Miles could be the decider either way and they don't want that at least yet. So he gets tossed aside. And and with that, the, the symbiote uh, coming back to Eddie here and going through this it's got a mind of its own and yeah. it's starting to argue with Eddie and it's starting to really be bloodthirsty. It yeah. really, it's no it, in the symbiote's altering mind. his mind into like thinking things that wants him no, to. No, it's, it's just, arguing. You know, bickering like a, yeah, you know, it's bickering with them and then pretty much doing what it wants. It, yeah. It's like one of those, you know, teenagers that end up on Maury and as they come out and people are booing, they're yelling, I'll do what I want. <laughs> they're yelling and, you know, give him the finger. Catch that's the symbiote outside. now. Yeah, yeah, catch me outside is what it's saying because that's what's going on. And so the symbiote's telling Eddie and, and really the symbiote, it's kind of, you know, one of those where it's kind of talking sense in, in one yeah. way. Well, especially when dealing with Norman Osborn. Yeah. I mean, let's and just and get this, this is the thing the is there's the symbiote who's there doesn't have a miles connection. Doesn't care about Norman, doesn't care what, where Eddie does. You know, these are people to him. These are people that he thinks can be saved. Uh, he even says, because the symbiote's like, we got to kill the smiles. We got to kill him now, Eddie. We have a chance, you know, kill him. And Eddie's like, no, 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 we can't. It's just a kid and he's being controlled. We can't just, you know, decide to kill everybody here. I think we can save him. Symbiote doesn't agree. Now, luckily, Eddie tosses Eddie, Miles. I love but this then part. He, where he run, runs away out of the symbiote. He's, uh, he's pulling the skip to my Lou Bain move, and he just oh, yeah. runs yeah. away from whoop, the symbiote. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I love he it. He does <laughs> as he's going, but even before that, he's going to get Scorpion and save him. And the, the symbiote's like, we got to kill Norman. And he's like, no, 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 we can't do that. We can't do that. Well, it decides to do that, it. though. It doesn't stick, really, but yeah, I don't it know does it's, run It's it hard through. to tell. Like, uh, because, Car- you know, Norman Carnage then pulls out his tendrils and looks like he's fixing himself. So I don't I don't yeah. know. 
Well, here's the deal. When he does get stabbed through, I actually thought like maybe that was at a point that he did die, but he is yelling. Did Eddie and take then, his yeah, codex to, there? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> he's trying to get that you know, out, but you kind of leave there where because Eddie has to grab Scorpion and get out of there and go back to the safe house. But I do think, you know, you have that idea that, well, you know, they're going to bicker. And in fact, at points, the uh, symbiote may in fact just try to kill people even though eddie doesn't want to uh so it's not really the we you know deal with them connected now they are kind of you know fighting about this but he goes back to the safe house the safe house that now has captain america wolverine thing spider-man and bruce banner who is working the whole machine trying to get the codexes and these guys were all these uh avenger quote-unquote characters got yeah. infected in carnage yeah, usa they, they have yeah that. they yeah. have the you know they have the codex so they are there not just to be in the safe house or not just to protect dylan or not just to protect normie they're there to get the codexes out of their spine and so you end up where it looks like normie goes through the deal but in the meantime you end up having them lining up and hey which heroes are going first and i do want to go back to the fight when norman was there and he was facing Eddie and Eddie didn't want to kill him was telling the symbiote. I don't want to kill him. We can, we can figure this out. He does say to the Norman Osborne, you know, carnage deal. Listen, we have Normie back and we're going to try to heal him of the codex. We can do that for you as well. Try to fight it. It does bring him out. Yeah. A bit. Try to he snap ends him up, out of it. A, yeah, yeah. It ends it up almost snapping him out. So that is, uh, you know, a big thing going forward here. Um, but yeah, you end up where you're not going to expect, I don't know about you, but going into this, uh, I didn't expect Spider-Man to die in this story. No. I think he might have no, a no, couple no. books still yeah. going on, right? So you, you <laughs> kind of have to have a- Marvel's line. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't think Wolverine, again, he just came back. I don't think he's going to die again here. You have Captain America. He's kind of important. So you, you have these- you know, these heroes where now we are really going to the point where we're going to push forward this codex machine after kind of dilly dallying it with yeah. for a while this with the, the maker one, and things this like the this. One it's just is very it feels quick. Like all this codex machine stuff that you're left asking questions about, is going to be filled in in venom 19, which isn't out yet. So yeah, you know, this yeah. is the case of that event being released out of order yeah and out of order and things because when you're just reading this uh you know the setup of it the idea oh man you know we don't want to do this normie doesn't want to do this like yeah uh, all this stuff normie's cured all this yeah you just open the door of the safe house and there's normie maker's gone normie's there coming out of the machine cured where bruce banner even's like hey i hated to do this to a kid to start with but hey it worked whatever you do end up where you know eddie goes up to dylan he's like hey how you doing buddy and he's like you know are you okay and he's like yeah it was scary before spider-man showed up i'm okay now did you see i have a cat and this is where me and you were wondering what yeah. had happened in the Venom it's book, sleeper. It, what yeah. Sleeper did. Well, Sleeper didn't go with the four. It, it was only the four going off with the maker. You ended up having Sleeper here turn himself into a pretty much a symbiote cat. cat that looks yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it it really, it's like the Trigon looking cat for the Marvel Universe with those eyes. Yeah. And I do like this where you have Sleeper's like, hey, Eddie, nice to see you. You know, nice to see you again. And then Eddie's like, you know, thank you. 
Thank you for, but we don't know exactly the thanks yet because, like you said, things are a little out of order yeah. now. We have to wait to see, but you can Stinks guess a little what's, bit. what's happened. You mm-hmm. can guess that the sleeper yeah. cat I even mean, if had it, fought off the maker, as, and the aside maker had from gone off. most of the tie-ins, which are filling things in with uh, various symbiotes and, and what's going on with them, I, maybe they'll tie in more later down the line. But it seems like the venom one is obviously necessary if you're kind of yeah. Buying yeah, the, and we the even said not only just necessary, which it seems very much so. We've said we've been enjoying the tie-ins of the Venom the most anyway, so yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so pretty much they're like, all right, Normie at work. We got the codexes. Let's get the codex out of all these heroes. Again, because why even pretend that Captain America is going to get, you know, crippled or, right. you know, the codex out of his spine. It's just not going to happen, though. There is a twist here because they go off to do this and you do have a little wink, wink, too, where they're talking about all the, you know, the characters who have had the symbiote, things like that. And you do have like a Bruce Banner is like, yep, the Hulk has never had it. You know, he's never worn the symbiote yet. Uh, yeah, it's not going to be for long because when you end up where Captain America is in the tube they're setting it up there's eddie there in the you know the room looking at cap they're kind of talking they're figuring out what's going to go on here when spider-man comes in to talk as well and if you are paying attention which i wasn't fully i'll have to admit i only saw this afterwards where i looked this eddie is not beat up he does not have that swollen eye with the stitch above it it. it's weird though the transition because we go from bruce in the same room with everybody and and then bruce suddenly in the room only with eddie and and you know cap it looks like and probably a few others but i i I don't know that that's hours later it says that's your only clue as to maybe they're stirring around doing things. hours later they went to go sit down and eddie showed up to see how it was going now there is something a little uh kind of a little aside earlier that i wonder if this is what's going to end up by the end as well uh for spider-man is the idea that spider-man since all of this carnage nonsense all of this mess not just now but even before with venom as well not just carnage but he does blame himself for all this and has and continues to and he says you know hey i'm here i gotta get this done and and i'll go last everybody else you go first and it it pretty much at this point it is set up where you're just waiting for stuff to go down and then by the end you know spider-man doesn't get to go in but i do like what's that I'll tell you what, this is that stupid exchange between Spider-Man and Eddie where Spider-Man's like, no, 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 I'm going to go last because I brought this thing here. And, yeah. and the symbiote's kind of talking to Eddie. He didn't bring this here. We've been here for, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. thousands Forever. of years before Spider-Man ever introduced us to, to Earth, you know. And uh, I like that line because that was basically my main complaint, mostly in the beginning of the Venom series. I was all up in arms that, you know, they're changing the origin or whatever. Yeah. But with Spider-Man having that just two-panel conversation with Eddie and the the explanation there, I really enjoyed that part. Well, and I like the idea that here's the thing. Spider-Man, he blames himself. It's guilt. He really and thinks that Eddie this is him. all his problem. <laughs> and, and you end up where the, the symbiote's like, listen – Tell him it's not his fault. We've been here since Beowulf and Grendel. Tell him he doesn't have to carry the burden. Eddie just interrupts him. He's like, yeah, you're right, (laughs) Spider-Man. You go Go in last. (laughs) And he's just like, you son of a gun. Like This is the thing where it goes back to the idea. I'm telling you, it goes back to the deal where – 
Yeah, he doesn't really like Spider-Man. They've had a <laughs> lot of bad blood between them over the past. And it's like one of those things where I do think by the end, it may be, I don't know, maybe it won't. And it's, it's kind a, of funny. It's but- also one of the things like the Parker luck, like. Yeah, Sp- Spider-Man could have this giant burden he carries yeah. lifted off his shoulders if Eddie would just say but some, Eddie doesn't one say sentence. It. And I love it where you end up – and this is the thing where I think that it's played out really well by Donny Cates is you do have an Eddie Brock in here in a Venom that is the good guy. He's the guy who's now – he realizes he's a father. He yeah, wants to be killer. good. He wants. He doesn't want to kill Miles. But he still can't tell Spider-Man a thing that would make <laughs> Spider-Man just so relieved. Yes, this would, like you said, it would lift one of the biggest burdens that yep. he has on him. And That's Eddie like doesn't even let the Uncle symbiote ben continue. Dying, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? it is. <laughs> he ends up not even letting the symbiote continue. He just interrupts him. And then, eh, and I love it too. It's like, I got to go last. What do you mean? Like, you shouldn't go last. Well, it's all my fault, all this. And then it's spelled out it isn't. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you should go. <laughs> I'm like, you staker. And I, I do think that, that there's one of those things that maybe it'll be by the end of this. It will be one of those where it's like, hey, Dylan. By the way, I'm your father. Hey, Spider-Man, yeah. eh, the symbiote was here before. Yeah, Whether or not you brought it back at Secret yeah. Wars and even all this, that stuff, it was here. Even the next panel where the symbiote goes, Eddie. And he's like, what? I need the backup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole exchange yeah, yeah. is cool. Yeah, yeah. So I, I did like that. I did like that. And then you do go, like you said, hours later. You even get – now, if you want to have kind of a, a wink-wink funny deal here, the hours later – as you're almost having like a Frankenstein type deal going on with Banner there, you do yeah. have the crack of lightning over the top. It's kind of yeah. like, and it's, to me, it's almost like because this isn't as horror based, this issue, and that seemed like a tongue in cheek thing to yeah. me. Like, oh, there they are at the, you know, like the crazy the scientist. Ironically purple. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like- <laughs> I'm telling you, it's all pretty funny with this of like, here we go with the mad scientist even though it isn't, but you do have a banner there and Eddie Brock and they're there, you know, looking at the cap who's going to go through this and they're like, Hey, what's going on? You do have Spider-Man shop as well. And they're talking like, you nervous. And then you have Eddie like about what he's like, you know, don't do that. You know what I mean? We're going to have to face, you know, carnage. Eventually we're going to have to face him. So Spider-Man's saying to Eddie, you know, even though we're going to fix these guys, these guys are going to be out of the way. They're not going to be targets. He's not going to go. But me and you, our thing is to face him. And boy, he's kind of upped his game. You know, he, he's a little more than just what we usually have done. And, and all of these things going on. And then he even says, like he knows, and he's like, are you going to tell Dylan about what's going on. And the worst part of this is, is that this is not Eddie. It, yeah. It's carnage. He's disguised. And, and now he's drawing right that, that point. circle on Cap, oh, yeah. Cap's thing. Worst. Do you think that's yeah. going to turn Cap? Like, is, we'll is Cap going to be a carnage? Yeah, we'll have to see as this is going, even though if he gets the codex out, we'll have to see how that's going on. But yeah, he's drawing that. But in the meantime, he's also finding out Eddie's deepest, darkest secret of now who he, you know, Dylan. Yeah, Dylan had the codex, you know, all these things going on. It's his supposed brother. But, you know, that's. One it's thing. still weird. But that, finding out it's um, his son is, uh, I think that that's where you get Cletus. This is more of a Cletus thing yeah. than a Carnage thing of like, oh, that's where I can get him. This is going to be dirty. fun. Yeah, yeah it's um, really going to be I, cool. I, I, 
ah, shoot, I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> well, he ends on. up, and if you remember when they I'll end remember. up there, where you do have Eddie fly in them with the hoodie and the bashed in eye, and he's like, get away from him. That's not me. And we find out it's Carnage. And he's like, all right, here we go. You know, say my name. I'm Carnage. He ends up turning into it. And then all of his doppelgangers come flying in and they're just going to fight. And as this is going on, you do then have the symbiote again telling Eddie, you know, we're not going to leave. We're not going to run. We're going to fight. We're going to fight. Let's finish this. It's going to be finished one way or the other kind of meaning something a little bit different than what's going on because the symbiote does go off of Eddie and then goes on to Bruce Banner as Bruce Banner gets killed by Carnage, which then allows the Hulk to come out and you end up having symbiote Hulk as the cliffhanger where I even like the idea of it where you end up where Carnage looks because Carnage gets hit and he's like, boy, that kind of hurt. I felt that and that shouldn't be anything. And he says who are you and you end up before seeing full out the hulk symbiote you you end up with i am oh wait no we are hulk and you end up with a pretty cool splash page to end it there a cliffhanger page and it does kind of get you that first deal of all right we're turning the tide a little here you know you have where they definitely got a big weapon i I certainly yeah and i I certainly don't think that it's going to end up with the hulk just beating the crap out of carnage and then we're over obviously we have a bunch more issues left and you would think that by the end just like spider-man was saying to what he thought was Eddie, but was actually Carnage. You know, you know, we're going to have to face him by the end and finish it. Me and you together are going to have to do this. And that's why I think that by the end, I do think that maybe Spider-Man saves Dylan again, something like this, where Eddie then may go to him and say, listen, you didn't bring the symbiote here. You brought a symbiote, but it was here long, long before you. Uh, it's not your fault. And and you'll end up having what I hope to be the movie scene from Goodwill Hunting, where you end up where Eddie's like, it's not your fault. And Spider-Man's, don't do it, man. And they kiss kill with that. It'd be great. Even though I don't know why Spider-Man would be upset about that and do that. But hey. And then after that, Spider-Man goes off and, uh, you know, solves some equations on a blackboard and then gets a scholarship. And that's how it ends is what I would <laughs> hope. back but to college for Spider-Man yes, again. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, yeah, Empire State or where are you yes. going Empire so you'll have you. that's what i'm hoping it's not your fault Shh, stop it man but yeah we have this and i do like uh the issue in general it's not my favorite issue of the event so far no, i thought that there was a little There's bit of transition issues that uh you know kind of throw us off like you said even when they toss miles away luckily they write toss I'm because so it just looked do. like he was I just had no you know, idea what he happened. was just flying in the air it looked yeah. like and you didn't know um and with that that was kind of a shame that miles just gets tossed aside uh legitimately and the idea that it's a little out of time with the venom deal to see what happened you know with the maker and sleeper and stuff like that um and just the idea where at the end you do have you know wolverine thing 
Hall, uh, but but Cap. you know, Wolverine yeah. kind of just gets lost Nobody. in the shuffle. Yeah. Thing is not seen then, and that yeah. kind of threw me off as well. If you're going to give us, I want to know how they're you know, going to wow remove deal. it from Wolverine's spine when it's adamantium. Yeah, uh, we'll that's see. a big question. For and me. I don't know. And and that's the thing. Is it one of those where because we're not really seeing the ins and outs of it? I'm not even so sure now that it removes it in a way that it takes it out, or does is it, it even destroy the same it? Machine the you know what I mean? Well, that, I don't like, know, but have that's they tweaked it. I don't. Know I don't either. know. We'll have to see. Uh, you know how that worked out, but yeah, I don't know if it's one of those where it just burns it out so it doesn't exist anymore. Because really, what are you going to do when you get these codecs out? Usually, you had to rip the spine out, so they're doing something a little different. And if you do have that, you still are you disposing it then? Because you're still kind of leaving it out there for. Carnage just to come and go in the trash yeah, can and grab it. And so I, I don't know, know how yeah, the actual point. ins and outs of it working do. They're obviously not taking the spines out. So I, I, I kind of get the idea that it is one of those taking it out in a way of getting rid of it, destroying it with that, with some sort of like a gamma ray type deal. Throw it in the fire, we'll maybe. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to going. see how it is. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. It just wasn't my favorite one, and it did kind of go action-packed. It was very quick read. I, I still think that the art in places was a little bit down, and I've told everybody, I've told you a bunch of times when we're doing these books, I think Ryan Stegman is incredible. I love yeah. his art. It's like a style that really jives with me. And this issue, while most of it's good, uh, it's not as great as it was to me. Uh, I think that some of the stuff seemed a little bit rushed. I'm telling you that that panel when you go and you have hey with Spider-Man there and the the things it even it even changed kind of the style of how he does things. Where this just they they almost look like statues instead of actual characters. But what would you give it? I'm going to give it a 7.8. I mean, I, I had a lot of fun with the issue. I think I agree with you. I think it was kind of just a middle point in the series so far and, yeah. and didn't do much other than provide a little bit of action, a little bit of uh, exposition towards the back half. And it was a very quick read. I, I think looking down on the tablet, I noticed the cliffhanger page was literally at 23. There's a bunch of other pages in the back, but they're yeah, not yeah. like, you know, story page. They're like those Ravencroft files and covers yep. and, and, some, and things you like know, that. And some, you know, other so. different, like, here's the, you know, hybrid Deadpool absolute carnage separation anxiety hybrid and, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, just like that. so uh, other than that, you know, and that's not really a reason to take away from the score, but no, I, I no. had the same issues. Uh, some of the transitions and things were a little off and, you know, I, I also thought it was... If, you know, I had a criticism of Stegman, his weaker effort in the series so far, but it's coming out so it's quick, still you know, good. I don't, I don't yeah. hold it against Yeah, I think that much, it's catching so. up to him a little, though. Yeah, I, I, I think agree. that this one had some panels that maybe he, he rushed a little. I'm still looking uh, forward to it. It's it's an event I've enjoyed. I still enjoy, um, you know, some, again, the tie-ins are read Venom necessarily and maybe nothing else except what interests you like yeah, i like the you, deadpool yeah. one because it's fun but other yeah, than that if you really want to read the rest that's up to you and things like yeah. that like you said i'm gonna go seven five 
Um, but still liking it. I'm still enjoying this whole event. Uh, you know, the ones that we're reading and talking about, at least, and pretty much that is, you know, the number ones of some of these tie-ins and Venom and this. Uh, and some of the, the even some of the tie-ins, I kind of do like a little. Like you said, I, I do like the humor of the Deadpool one, even yeah, though the first goofy. time uh, I read the number one, I had to get used to that. I had to kind of sink in with that. But yeah, um, and it's one of those where the more you read the these tie-ins you do end up having a little bit of discrepancies uh, as it's going on one of the big things that we mentioned throughout is the idea that they were always going to ravencroft through this and sometimes it was on fire sometimes it wasn't sometimes norman was still there sometimes he was carnage you know and now it's not even a part of the story anymore yeah yeah so that that kind of threw me off at one point but yeah the main thing going that's my main problem with events as a whole the tie-ins just always are such a curveball to things like just add a couple pages to the main story if you really have that much of, of something yeah. to tell us. You know what I'm you saying? Know, it's just a money grab. They I want know. to try to grab all the money just they can. It stinks nuts. sometimes. I, it drives me nuts too. But I'm going to go 7.5, so I'm a little under you, but pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to go off now, and we'll see, Brandon. We're going to have to test yeah. out if Mystery. possibly you will be – in the podcast from now on, now I do want to mention it's two o'clock in the morning now. Uh, yeah. And yeah, this is getting like old school podcasting where, you know, you want to keep going. We'll wait till the sun comes up and we'll, we'll laugh yeah. about it. And then uh, because right now I'm telling you, I'm so tired that I am starting to feel drunk. I really oh, am. Yeah. I'm starting I, to I'm get like a little woozy. I'm staring that decision in the face right now. My my buddies will start arriving here about 730 I'm in the telling morning. You, like five you're hours not at of that sleep. Point is yet. it worth it? Five hours <laughs> is always worth yeah, it i'm telling you if you're not asleep by 3 30 then you got to start making your decision because you, call, you yeah, know you, you start making the call five hours though that's a normal night of sleep oh, yeah, that's for, what for I get. us yeah that's what i'm saying fine, five hours so. it's it's funny too because 2 a.m seems so uh, you know so much that you're up so late but yet like you said, you don't have to get up at five for work. So you yeah. kind of reset the deal and it's not that bad. I- I'm sitting here. I hear both of my youngest kids yelling and Still screaming up. in the background. So yeah. they haven't gone to bed. So Let's I'm actually going to go see. Nah, well, one's playing Madden, one's playing Fortnite is what they're doing. And uh, uh, so yeah, they, I'm going to go put, down. They uh, put Batman skins out on Fortnite. Yeah, and that, it was funny because we went out to eat with my son, Zach, who actually left again today to go back to North Carolina for more of the Marine stuff, more training. And then he goes off to California for a month. But when we were at, we went to uh, Red Robin. He wanted to go and we got burgers. And me and Logan, my youngest son who plays Fortnite, were sitting there talking. He's like, Dad, it's real ridiculous i was playing Fortnite, and they got all these batman things in it and it's so <laughs> stupid i'm like it's batman day he's like i don't care it's not batman day to me and he didn't care so <laughs> he did mention it to me though and he said that he didn't like it so it, it just is change that he didn't need or want but yeah so that's it for that first book does We're the go one off. that play Fortnite also like the browns or no no, no. Rafe plays Madden and likes the Browns. He's full because of they, football. They dropped the NFL jerseys in that game too last oh, really? year, I think. Yeah, yeah Logan doesn't get... care. At one point, okay. Logan was a, you know, kind of a football fan. Out of nowhere, he became a Packers fan. That did not last, and now he no. just does. He, he doesn't like to do anything but play Fortnite now. 
So even when me and Rafe go, like Fortnite tomorrow, fan. we'll end up fan. watching. Yeah, we'll end up watching the Eagles during the day, and then tomorrow night's game is the Browns, uh, Rams. We'll end up watching those, and we'll ask Logan if he wants to watch. He won't. He'll just be playing Fortnite. So yeah. there you go. But okay. yeah, everybody, right Kids. now we're going to take yeah. bets. And everybody think in your mind like what you would bet. I don't know what the odds would be. Maybe, yeah. you know, five to one, maybe. It is the home I would opener, say that would so be. maybe that, that does increase the odds yeah, I'm or saying a likelihood one, of me getting maybe. a little, you know. It is the stuff. deal, though, that at one point you are going to have to kind of deal with Braxton and yep. help out. But you could, that that, you, know? you could do yeah. that drunk. You could do that drunk. You know, that wouldn't stop you. And we'll see. Maybe we'll get you no, on drunk. My wouldn't let me touch him. No. She, well, she maybe we'll get we'll get you on drunk. And then we'll just see how that is. That'll, that'll yeah. be a fun time. But well, I know like I you. Said, I don't. I'm not so concerned about the drunkenness as I am just the lack of overall voice. You yeah. know, my voice oh, is pretty true. stretched yeah. thin on those nights. Well, we'll see. We'll see yeah. if you're a rough voice, Brandon. So everybody, you know, place your bets now, and we'll but see. I might what sound happens. like uh, Johnny, the the cattle wrestler's brother. That'd be we'll great. Call me Charlie. Yeah. Charlie the cow Charlie wrestler. The- Hey there! Here we go, boys. There we go. I'll even go with you. I'll be. I'll be Johnny. You can be Charlie. We'll just go for it. But if Brandon is coming back, you will hear him right after this because we will yes. go to the next book now, and we'll see how it is. Do you have the time to drop me and Brandon a line at wixsatsmarvelcomics at gmail.com? We will read them all at the wrong turn, says Mel Cow. Whether they're positive or when they are not. You can give a shout out to your peeps. Make fun of Brandon, but not me. It's all for the weekend show. Brandon lives in Buffalo. Ah, yes, it is Mail Call, and if you want to be part of the mail and be a star of the show, all you have to do is email us at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com, just like Matt. And Matt starts it off by saying, Jim, I think it was you that refused to pull over, and rightly so. And what he is talking about is last episode when I had gotten back from going to pick up my son and watching him graduate from the Marines, we ended up driving home and me and my oldest son were both driving separately and we're kind of having a race and we ended up having one of the drivers refusing to stop for one of the passengers and that said passenger wanted to stop to go to the bathroom ended up pooping his pants and losing the race and he says matt says that he thinks it was me that refused to pull over rightly so he says so that would mean i would have lost the race that is incorrect It was Alex who then refused to pull over, and it was Rafe who pooped his pants. And then they ended up having to stop in the middle of Baltimore after midnight on a Saturday into Sunday morning, and they almost got killed. So that was the one thing. Then he says, also, was it signs for boiled peanuts that you saw on the ride? Yes, indeed, Matt. You are correct. And since I only have one sound effect, we're going to use that again. 
but you are correct. It was boiled peanuts, and it was more on the way home. And my family is still angry with me for the amount of times I kept talking about the boiled peanuts and wanted boiled peanuts and was not allowed to stop to get boiled peanuts. And he says, I know those are regional. And he says it could also be a sign for Shoney's, which we did see. And it was funny because Rafe and Logan, my two youngest sons, they ended up seeing the sign for Shoney's. And because of the big Rick and Morty connection with that, thought that it was made up. And then they wanted to stop at Shoney's, but I would not allow them to do that. And then he says also surprising number of signs for topless steakhouses which we did see as well. Also just uh, signs for like adult uh, novelty stores and things like that. And everyone I saw, they were super centers or, you know, big, the biggest thing ever. So, and he says, I'm originally from Philly, grew up in South Carolina, went to school at USC. He is a Gamecock. Uh, Yes, there was a bit where when I was at West Virginia, WVU, we would play the Gamecocks a lot. And it was our ears will lick your cocks or something like that. I don't know that that's appropriate, is it? But that was the that was the uh the shirt that they were printing. There were even worse shirts than that. And now live in New Jersey. So interested to hear your take on South Carolina, you being a fish out of water from PA. Thanks, Matt. And uh the only thing that got me for South Carolina at least where we were at was the idea that there was nothing really on the roadside even when you're like in towns, everything was back beyond the road. So you'd end up just going and seeing a sign. Then you had to kind of go back in the woods to get to places, even like a Walmart, things like that. But uh, the shame of it is, as I was growing up, I did hear people lamenting the fact that, you know, the U.S. has started to be very generic, very much the same throughout because of things like a Walmart or, you know, a Target and things like that. And that is the case. Now, it is convenient when you want to get something and you know, hey, I know that that's at a Walmart. But when I go places like when we went to South Carolina, then I like to go to different places. So I ended up going to the Publix, I guess is how you pronounce it, the grocery store. I thought that was great. I enjoyed that. It also, you have to get used to, if you're from Pennsylvania, you'll know exactly what I mean. They do not sell a lot of liquor or alcohol. They're starting to uh, kind of get that in to some of the grocery stores and stuff like that. But just growing up, I'm not used to going into, say, you know, a 7-Eleven and they have beer and liquor and things like that. So that took a little getting used to, but I don't drink, so it doesn't really matter. But I did enjoy the Circle K and I enjoyed they have these coffee machines at the one that I went to. And when you select your coffee, it actually grinds the beans right then in the machine. They have like little you know, beans on top and they whiz around and grind. And I thought, oh, the future is here. I really, when I got this coffee and it ground my beans for me individually, I thought that I was going to step out of the Circle K and and get in my flying car because I thought that I had uh, transported into the future. And uh, luckily there was not strange things afoot at the Circle K, but I, I did enjoy that. I went to the fast food place cookout and I enjoyed that. Uh, My kids got shakes from there. I ended up getting a bacon cheeseburger and chili cheese fries. I really ate a lot of crap, a lot of crap. But yeah, we we got a bunch of things and kind of hung out. It was very hot. 
uh, as we were there, we rented a house and the, the graduation was on Friday when we got back from the graduation, brought Zach back. Uh, we found that the air conditioner had broken. The guy did not arrive to fix it until about five 30 that night. The house was just scorching. Everybody was miserable. But that's usually how we roll anyway. But thanks, Matt. Yes, you got the peanuts. Those boiled peanuts. There were signs every three seconds. Dino is next. And he says, hi, Jim and Brandon. Well, let's hit that. Hello, Brandon. Brandon right now is actually sobering up. I did get a hold of him since that intro. He said that he is reading uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and cleaning up after dinner. We'll see if he is, in fact, sober or still a little tipsy. First, uh, shout out to Brandon from last week's subtle Dumb and Dumber reference. Samsonite, I was way off. He says, well done, you brilliant Buffalo Bills fan. (laughs) He ain't here. Okay, so I really like this week in comics. I'm going to mention a few, so here goes. House of X number five did a great job of explaining the rebirth of dead X-Men. I thought it did as well. I talked uh, to about that with Double A Ron on our spotlight that we had. And the spotlight ended up being about an hour and 20 minutes. And I was really kind of going to add that into the episode. So that would have been episode 107. This would have been episode 108. Try to pad those stats. I didn't only because when me and Aaron are going to get together going forward, we're not always going to have two books like that. So it was kind of, you know, longer because I wasn't around last week. And I thought that would have been BS if I would have labeled that a regular episode. So I just labeled it a spotlight. Here's my question with the rebirth of Logan. How does he get his animanium skeleton back? Because he wasn't born with it. Your guys thoughts. Uh, I don't know that he's going to have it. And if he does, I guess they're just going to go through the process of giving it to him. I think for a while now, we're just going to go bone claws. Uh, We'll see how it goes. We'll see how that turns out. Dead Man Logan number 11, which you've already heard us talk about. I love the idea of Danny Cage taking over as Thor. And actually, maybe you haven't heard us talk about. Now that I think of how I'm going to lay this out, we'll probably be talking about that next. Can we make a series out of this? He loves Danny Cage Thor. I liked it as well. You'll hear. Can we make a series out of this Thor of the Wastelands? It would be crazy that if they were going to end up going with this, because you have like Old Man Quill, you have Old Man Logan, obviously, Dead Man Logan here is what we're talking about. Now, Danny is not old, but it would be kind of funny if they had middle-aged Thor and it's Danny Cage. And I, I'd go with that. I wish she was a little older so you can have Old Lady Thor and that would be a twist, wouldn't it? Oh, and with one issue left, are Sabretooth and Logan finally going to fight? Your guys' thoughts? I hope so. I mean, really, we, we've been, you know, dealing with this. And that's since we realized that, you know, Sabretooth, Frankenstein up Sabretooth is around. Everybody had to want to fight. We want to fight. And I, I do believe that if we do have that fight, it's going to be to the death for both of them. It's the last issue. So we'll see how that goes. Tony Stark, Iron Man number 16, use the phrase son of a glitch. I just find it funny. I do too. And Absolute Carnage number three. How much do you guys want to see 
carnagized Hulk. Uh, I totally do. And what he's saying is, is we have a venomized Hulk now. And he did end up sending me a side note because he thought that he would sound, you know, like he thought that that was already carnaged up Hulk. It's not. It's venomed Hulk. But he did spell out, Banner spelled out that they really can't do anything to kind of combat carnage and he thinks that maybe he will turn into carnaged hulk as well i just want to see any of those uh it's pretty cool magnificent miss marvel number seven was my favorite overall that was actually my book of the week as well hopefully you guys will talk about this one i don't think we're going to tonight uh only because brandon he he is behind a little and he hasn't kept up with uh magnificent miss marvel uh but i did really like it the fun in this book is enough to sate my endless inhuman hunger of Kamala. And yeah, I, I thought it was really good. It's a very nice issue as well, dealing with her whole family, things like that. Uh, and, it, it, you know, with her father and stuff and her brother even shows up. So I, I did like that. Keep up the magnificent podcast. And that is Dino. Thank you, Dino. I think that we will. We'll try. I don't know how magnificent they are, but we'll try. And we always do try our best. But thanks, Dino and Matt, for writing in for that first mail section. Now, I do believe that we will be indubitably. I think we're going to go off now and talk about Dead Man Logan number 11. Got a line, it was Sunday night, wrote up my notes to get the feeling right. Brendan that messaged me, he's drinking at his friends, but that was at quarter to three. And that's about the time the jerk passed out on me. He lives in Buffalo, I could not see. I guess it's just beyond the weekend show. Way up there in Buffalo, it's just another Sunday night. Brandon's drunk again, Brandon's drunk again. Ah, yes. Brandon's drunk yes. again. So that means he's here, though. He Back. is here. He got yes. home from the it. game. I would still think he's a little tipsy. Uh, yes. You were telling me that Tired. you were not going to drink that much. And then tired. when I saw the game going down and everybody, I'm telling you, I was watching the game. Yeah. Uh, I was looking for you. Uh, people were going nuts. So yeah. I was like, yeah. Was I and I, I was messaging you a couple times during the game because, you know, like I said, they, they ended up squeaking it out. It, it was close. And I, yeah, I was. was getting real worried. And, uh, and we started yeah, yeah. hot, cooled down, and yeah, then we cooled pulled down. it out. Yeah. Kind of seems kind of like they go back and forth with how this goes here. But uh, your man, Josh Allen pulled it out. And I think that the thing is, I think you would agree, you know, if it was, you know, two years ago, three years ago, whatever, you you guys would have lost that game. Yeah. He just, he yeah, is like, the, he's the next phase of actually getting you, you know, above that next hump. Now I'm watching the Eagles as well as this is going down. It didn't go well for me and they're just beat up and they're having some big problems. So uh, I'm a little upset with that, but I'm not drunk. I am tired. Um, but but we're here Both. to talk yeah. uh, Dead Man Logan. We're going to be talking Dead Man Logan number 11. And depending on how quick or long this takes, we'll determine if you're going to be here for the last book of Guardians. the night. Uh, so we will see. I did see. read it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I said I was doing the mail and I even mentioned that you were uh, reading it at the point where I was doing that. So I, I even left it up for people. I'm like, you guys may know better than me if he's going to be arriving earlier, obviously, <laughs> but you'll hear that coming up. But it is Dead Man Logan number 11. And again, this isn't the biggest book no. out there. 
but we are sticking with it till the end. This is one of just, it's pretty Might much well. a Jim yeah. and, uh, you know, a Jim and Brandon book that we're going to stick out. It's written by Ed Brisson, art by Mike Henderson, colors by Nolan Woodard, and letters by VCs Corey Pettit. Back at his original timeline, Logan reunited with Danny Cage and Bruce Banner Jr., last surviving Hulk. Together, they traveled to Forge's compound in the Badlands to recover, but Sabretooth and his army of clone foot soldiers followed them and captured Bruce. Now Logan and Danny are are in pursuit and the last issue the last couple issues have been kind of like you know just action-packed kind of deal that you know one deal this kind of continues with that it just ends up with a pretty crazy cliffhanger yeah, really for the penultimate issue i mean it's it's odd to have a penultimate issue of a dead man logan and pretty much by the end you get a huge change with danny I and know. uh yeah, it's pretty wacky. And most people it, it's uh, kind of like uh same old hat for old man Logan here in this series yeah, until yeah. or this issue until Danny, you know, it's yeah, her until change. Danny. Yeah, well they go to Hammer Falls, that's where they heard that uh Sabretooth and Weapon X had been taken. They're looking for obviously Bruce Hulk. And as they go in, you see that the whole town is pretty much swag for superheroes. Yeah. So, you know, you even have the one guy Cyclops it's was like the Hall and of has fame the check right wrong. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it really, you know, if I'm going to go with the motif of what I've been doing recently, it's like the superhero south of the border. It yeah. reminds me oh, of a yeah. lot. It's, it totally and, is. and that combined with like Vegas, because you do have, you know, the stuff with that as well. But yeah, it's like south of the border. Everybody's selling all these superhero things. And I think it was a kind of a neat thing to have because Danny and Logan go in there trying to go undercover. Well, these people are all pretty much fans of superheroes. So they yeah. notice and recognize, recognize them, them right away. Yeah. Even the one guy beforehand where you see him, where he's like all wide eyed in the first page where he sees when the car stops and he's there with the pack. That seems to be that one guy that kind of gets involved. And it's funny too, that guy there looks a lot like Eddie Brock. Like it would be Eddie Brock going around mm. there. But he just uh, like a bum yeah well that's what eddie brock looks like right am, am i wrong but uh yeah so yeah, they're there no, and yeah. Yeah, everybody's like yelling you know hey you know we're gonna get that you know bounty that's on you logan we know it's you and you know they're they're not gonna stop them and they basically say no you, you're not gonna kill us or take us what we're gonna do is grab you and you're gonna tell me where Sabretooth yeah. is, where they kind we're of We're not do stuck in here out. with you. You're stuck in yeah, here yeah, with us. Yeah, that's basically like, it. Yeah. And they are taken to the Weapon X facility. Uh, Logan just goes, Logan is really just killing anybody who comes yeah. across at just this point. He doesn't care. Regular people. Yeah. Yeah, this guy is just kind of a guard there. He just, you know, right through him, schnicks him right through. Uh, they end up beating up the other guy. Uh, and when they get in, they think that they are going in undercover. They're not. Sabretooth and his guys have been watching them all along. They have Bruce on this big, you know, almost like a Frankenstein deal, like table, bed type yeah. deal table. His arms are covered and, uh, hands. Yeah, Eat. so you, you wonder, though, at this point, you know, when he's hooked up, you got to wonder, like, what are they doing? Because, you know, in the meantime you thought that either they were going to kill bruce you know like the church wanted to yeah or they're just going to use him as a weapon you know I so think, with this yeah through I, the dialogue i think they essentially just say yeah we're going to make more of these guys Well, now they're going to clone them yeah. But yeah and when you first go in though you had no idea you know what they were going to do i just thought that they were going to mind control them and try to make them do things but yeah they're going to clone him because mr sinister's there and it's kind of uh, a, a neat gross. little oh he's terrible 
he looks he looks like any guy going around the uh, Walmart you know in jazzy. Me of the um, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, the dude in the wheelchair from Dodgeball. Oh yeah, yeah, he's worse than him. Rip torn. Yeah, I yeah rip what his torn. Name was he's that, worse but, than yeah. him though. And he's like, hey, and in fact, it looks like he'd say, if you can dodge my, you know, awful scabs, you can dodge a ball. There, yeah, he right. would say. Now, the worst part part of it is he's sitting there. I don't want to see what's under that blanket. No. there. There's yeah. where his junk is. It's disgusting. Keep that robe down, and buddy. He's like, if you can dodge my awful leering glance, you can dodge a ball. Uh, so they're there, he's, though. He's and, like Sharon Stone uh, so, in that oh, movie oh, where she's I'm crossing legs. I'm telling you, Sharon legs. Stone, he is so cry. Those legs are so <laughs> wide open. I think that you could kick a field. If, unless you're Scott Norwood, you'd be <laughs> yeah, able to put right. one through oh, those, right? Uh, yeah. So you, you have all of these <laughs> things going on. And you do find out, like he says, Mr. Sinister's like, yeah, we're going to make copies of them. My, my Sinister copies, yeah, they kind of went wrong. They, yeah. they weren't real good. This part good. goes on a little too long it for does. my liking. I, yeah. I thought so, too, because it, all, it, you know like, the Sinister deal. He just repeats his point a couple times. I'm like, yeah. I get it, Mr. Sinister. Move yeah, I on, think please. that it's kind of uh, a little padding because it is the penultimate issue, yeah, and they kind of just have to get to that end. Uh, in the meantime, you do have Sabretooth and Wolverine kind of go up against each other, and you want to see them fight. They don't. You know, Dino's like, Dino even said, uh, are they going to fight or what? I would hope that they're going to fight the next Next issue. issue. I I actually thought it'd be one of those where they both stab each other and both die together. You know, hugging. Uh, Something like that's going to happen. And the weird thing about this is, is so they're there. And, you know, you have Logan and Danny. The The whole thing is everybody, like, wants to just kill Danny. That's always yeah. well, the, the and thing. And they like, got these these bullets that killed their dad, yeah. apparently, too. Yep. And so, and they even say, like, we could go a little over the top with these, but we don't care. Luckily, what happens is that as the uh, crap hits the fan, you have Danny elbow a guy. You know, you have Wolverine just run a guy through. But he is able to break Bruce free. Yeah, and I'm telling you, when I first read it, the first time I read it, because I've read this twice now, and now we're going through it the third time, uh, because, you know, that's preparation, people. Yes. I, I, you know, Sorry. but the first time I actually didn't see that Logan had freed him. And then I'm thinking to myself, yeah. like, What's going on? It like, why could panel. he? Yeah, and, and it's, it's and they very almost odd made it seem like it was going to be impossible to free him, and Logan yeah. just kind of weasels his way yeah, over there, doesn't over quick, and gets him out. Yeah. So when it happened, I thought, wait a second, if Bruce can get out that easily, why didn't he before? Was this a plan? Well, then when I read it again, I saw that they did have that little bit where Wolverine ends up, Logan yeah. ends up freeing him. He goes, Cut and it's free. pretty good. Yeah. He yells, Bruce, smash. Uh, you know, of course, you're going to get that. He does start smashing. They're all running away, getting shot at. They do jump in the car that's there, a truck. Uh, Logan hot wires it with his claws. They go out. I mean, it's very quick where you have, also, they're just running over people. Yeah. Uh, that one guy just looks awful as he's getting run over with grenades there that are blowing up and stuff because you see the grenades popping out there. And uh, they're also shooting, you know, missiles. Uh, but, yeah, so this whole thing, they kind of get out of there, but the truck yeah, kind of gets It's like tossed. Mad Max with a little next-level technology. Yeah, here. so they end up rolling the truck, but they're okay. They get out, and they're in the middle of this big, giant, open area where they did have the you know superhero swag and stuff like that, but it's also a sacred area, and 
this ends up playing out really good. I love the cliffhanger. Yeah, I, like I really do. Yeah. But the idea that just in the middle of this area is Molnir, it just out in the open. Like it to me, if if it's There's going no to be a, that's what I'm anything. saying. If it's going to be a sacred deal, I would even expect to have maybe a tent. You know, maybe something, something, you know, something there, some people there. And it's just odd because you have to have it in the open to get to where we're going. And so when I see it there, at first I'm like, oh, that's crazy. And it's, you know, obviously where Thor would have come down, possibly died right there, left it there, whatever. But this is their sacred area. Also, if you had more time, you might even get the, you know, I still get the idea, but you might have been able to work out the deal of this is why this whole area kind of became this superhero right, swag the thing the because there. the hammer yeah. was there and then from there it went on where and, and even if it's kind you of have a the sword little, in the stone situation nobody can now, move what it yeah i really would have liked if you would have had where you just have you know 10 cents try to pick up the hammer because that's what i would have done I I, i'd be rich i'd it be should, the wasteland be game, you know baron know. yeah that's what i'm saying that, that's what it should be it's, it's almost like the entrepreneurs in yeah, this universe it's almost like a version of you know hit the the thing and ring yeah, the, the bell yeah but it's the just hammer lift the, the hammer yeah. Lift the hammer and, and win a prize. Uh, that would have been pretty funny. Move it. Do something. But it has to be in the open. And this is yeah. where, you know, pretty much Bruce, Logan, and Danny, they're they're cornered. And Danny says, you know, we're we're outnumbered. What are we going to do? And he's like, what what I always do. We're just going to fight. I Cut, mean, that's yeah. what we can Cut do. And, and at this point, it, it is a shame. And, and he does say, though, you guys got to get out of here because – I, I'm going to die. I, you know, even Logan or Sabretooth says, you know, he, Logan, you don't have much fight in you. You're done. You know, we don't even care about you. We never did once we see, but, uh, you know, he says, they're right. Why don't you go? And instead they're like, no, no, we're going to shoot her and then go. And Danny does get shot. Now, the other thing about this that I think went, goes a little too quick because she gets shot. You end up having Bruce go, no, no, no. I don't think Bruce would just say no, no, no. This is at a point where I don't care how slow, quick Danny steps back, falls back, because as this goes on, she falls back towards Molnir. Uh, I would think that everybody in that area would now be dead from Bruce. He he would go nuts. I I, I mean, we've pretty much set that up And, and you don't even see him. After she gets shot, you see him say no, 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 and then you know yeah, you he, have the he other gets guys treated who have for kind of being a big focal point of the story. He kind of appears and disappears at, yeah, at he very does. convenient times. And I, I wish that this was where. And I'm telling you, I and I guess Bruce is a pretty smart kid, or else I don't know what he would have done if he wasn't as smart when she becomes Thor. Because what happens is Danny falls back, Molnir actually goes towards her and actually moves. Yeah, and and at one point, I like it too. Because the guys of Sabretooth are like, oh, my God, did you see that? The one guy's like, our prayer's been answered because they obviously have been waiting for somebody like this. Yeah. Uh, Sabretooth just isn't even watching. He's just like, the hell, I get these morons back. I don't think he realizes until it's too late uh, when he's like, oh, hell no, because she ends up grabbing the hammer as she is dying and becomes pretty much Lady Thor and looks yeah. great, looks awesome. But again, where where's Bruce? What's Bruce doing at this point? Yeah. And like Since I said, it would be him, funny if Bruce did nothing. Yeah. It would be funny if Bruce was like freaking out, like, what what have you done with Danny, Lady Thor? 
but he's too smart for that. He's actually smart. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a cool deal. Now, again, though, you have a Logan who's going to die. We know he's going to die. Yep. And one of the things that's pretty subtle as he goes into this town at the beginning, he does have one of his shots out. And I was waiting for to see that he gives it to himself, but I never saw him actually inject it. It looks like he got it out and then put it back in to his coat or possibly a very odd way of injecting, but he does have it out at yeah, one point. I think while he's stashed it for now. He didn't yeah, really yeah, need it so, yet. Yeah. And uh, I think he might need it coming up, but yeah. Uh, yeah so issue. with that though, you have that deal where now you have Danny who has to be lady Thor. She's, you know, she was dying. So that's a pretty cool deal. And, and Dino, and I saw a lot of people of, Oh my, is this going to start up a new book? And I was like, what are you going to call it? Like, and I said it in the mail that you were, on just now so people will have already heard this but like would it be like middle age Thor or you know because she's not old and she's yeah. not young she's kind of middle age she's of the wasteland but he uh, Dino I think it was said uh, he wants it to be like Thor of the wasteland or something Dinner. like yeah, I'm like, you're kind of, you know, watering it down a yeah. little. I mean, Danny this book Thor isn't selling Danor. that great there right now. So, yeah, so we'll see. But I, I like this enough. Like you yeah, said, there's, there's the part with Mr. Sinister where he's like, and that is just there to be there. That's yeah, only, you have Sinister there only to explain oh, why I, they wanted Bruce. I started Bruce. this whole plan and got screwed out of it. So, and and now, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I'm at the same time of me really enjoying the character of Old Man Logan. I'm ready for this series to kind of yeah. wrap up at the same and we, time yeah we have one more issue so yeah. it'll be it's it's time for it to end yeah, it is and uh we when we said we really enjoyed those first six issues before he came back to the wasteland and really i still want gob to be there and with his you know, know mouth, his uh, you know gaping, hanging gaping mouth yeah yep. uh but when they went to the wasteland we were very worried because we're like well what, what are you going to do for six issues in the wasteland since that's what we were, you know, he was going to go to die. And it's been better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it I, I actually thought it has been better. It's just each issue. And it's more of those where maybe the six or seven that you're in the wasteland, it could have been a tight four. Yeah, you know I what I mean? So because too. we've really been kind of each issue kind of extends a little. Each one has a little padding. You know, even the stuff when we went to see Forge and they were going to there and even the stuff with that kind of yeah, really. Ball. Yeah, yeah, Speedball and, you know, the uh, the the kid with the uh, Ant-Man helmet that yep. really only was for one thing. And that's that's the problem is like this with the Molnir. Everything seems to be very conveniently set up, yeah. but then you kind of wait a little bit too long to get to it. So, yep. yeah, it's a shame because I, I still really like it. But it's not too. one of those where I'm going to go and when somebody says later for the podcast, hey, uh, can you name, you know, five books that are must read? I'm not going to tell them this. No. Though me and you enjoyed it. It's kind of our little book. So yeah, I, I do enjoy it. But what would you give this? I would give it just a flat seven. Uh, I mean, yeah, I still I really think enjoyed the too. art. I think it's kind of just stalled in place for a little bit with this saber tooth stuff to kind of building up to that final fight. But I'm ready for it to happen and kind of wrap up this title and, and yeah. see how old man Logan goes out, really. But uh, I don't know. It's still a series I've enjoyed overall. And, and I enjoy the art and. I don't know. They're yeah. just it's the last quarter of the series really here that's felt a little yeah. long in the tooth. I yeah, a little long. And yeah. maybe it, it went on a little too long. And it's funny too because 
you know, I don't know what their plans are for the wasteland going forward. Uh, to me, you're already kind of dipping in that well a, t- a little too much, uh, you know, with the old man Quill and all this stuff going on Hawkeye. Um, but it is kind of a, a funny thing where you would think that after all of this and the end of Dead Man Logan, that pretty much you'd have Edberson saying like, oh, I'm going to tear this wasteland apart. Like, I'm going to rip it apart. Or no. yeah. And he's not. It's just kind of. No. Going with it, so if they want to use it again. Yeah, 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 if they want to use it. But I do think that by the end of next issue, I think that Logan will end up being able to, you know, kill Sabretooth as one of the last things. Also, uh, just a quick aside, one of the things that Mr. Sinister was saying to try to up his game and where it was a little extended, where he was explaining to Logan that all the crap of the wasteland and, you know, the day that all the heroes died – was his plan all yep. along. He gave it to Red Skull. Red Skull then ended Screwed up screwing him. And even, you know, the, the big joke was, you know, I didn't get anything. Pace Pot Pete, he even got a town. I got crap. And, you know, <laughs> that was the big joke. that. And, and then Logan's like, well, that's what you would have done to him. Uh, you know, Red Skull, if it was up to you. And he's like, yeah, it still doesn't matter to me. It still hurts. So <laughs> you had that. But nah, that was okay. But, yeah, so there we go. We're going to go off to the next section of mail. And we'll see if Brandon will be with us by the end. Yes. Brandon, let's go. You here, right? Yep. Yeah, that sounds like Brandon, right? Classic Brandon. I'm right over here there, buddy. That's a weird Buffalo accent he's got there. I I think that maybe the mist is coming off the falls a little too much here uh, for him in September. Is that the case? You got it, pal. All right. There he goes. He sounds a little funny. But mail section number two, here we go. We have one mail, and it is from the Fresno area. And that means Johnny Fresno. And he says, weird science errs. It's been a while since I've written because one, I listen to your podcast when I work out and I change my workout routine. I'm swimming more and listening to fewer podcasts. And two, I'm having trouble adjusting your new podcast schedule with the old schedule I'd listen to and comment on the main show over the weekend. So I'll comment on the Marvel Patreon Spotlight episode number 31 from this week and on the main show episode 106 from last week's magazine. It's funny because me and Brandon always considered 
this show on the weekend, the main show, uh, because it was always longer. But he says, rarely do you like a mag that I don't. This is uh, usually because I avoid the mags that don't look like they are for me. I limit myself to around 30 mags a month and just don't buy something that doesn't look good to me. The Abrams Spider-Man seems to be one such thing. Spider-Man is a great character. However, I don't see the need to pick up another Spider-Man mag unless it's a really big creative team that I like. I have nothing against J.J. Abrams, while his association with the event wasn't enough to get me to open my wallet. I like listening to your takes on the mags I'm not reading. I like. I feel like you guys give most of them a fair shake. You have an entertaining way of giving plot summaries with honest commentary oh my i'm blushing i don't want to read abram's spider-man mega anymore after listening to your review i think that he's saying yeah usually i like your reviews and i kind of get a couple chuckles but boy it still stinks and i didn't like the way you talked about it is how i take that right is that right i believe it is um yeah, I liked it more than Brandon, but Brandon didn't like it, number one, because he thought that, and we are talking about, again, the Abrams Spider-Man, number one. He said that to him, it was pretty much just a redo of the Spider-Girl book uh, from a little bit back, and that was something that he enjoyed. He doesn't want to enjoy it a different way again. So that was his deal. I haven't read the Spider-Girl book, so I did like it a little more, and I liked it just as a little bit of an aside deal. I'm not going to ruin or spoil anything about it i'm sure it really wouldn't be a spoiler at this point in the game but i still don't want to spoil it but it is a little different and it does have you know a different focus i'll say that kind of does intrigue me again that's what brandon said really reminded him of a spider girl deal i don't want to read the abrams spider-man mag anymore he says i don't love alternate timeline things and i'll continue to enjoy your reviews if you continue to cover it which we probably will for a bit. I, I don't know. I'm I'm getting mixed signals about that book. Uh, a lot of people that are in my position that aren't, you know, exactly learned on the full Marvel history seem to be enjoying it a little more than people who know a little more because, again, it, it's not as shocking or new to those people as it was to me. So I understand. I still didn't go that high i think i still went an eight out of ten i think brandon was like a seven maybe even a little less he did like black panther and the agents of wakanda number one more than i did though i've had little interaction with mr zub and i can care less about the twitter activity of comic creators i would probably stay away from twitter if i were a comic creator because there is little to gain of it now i i had a little run in with uh jim zub on twitter that had nothing to do with my review of this book. I really don't think that he's a good writer. I I, I actually think that he's uh, not good at all, and especially at number ones. I ended up reading his Champions number one and fresh start, and it wasn't a fresh start. And when I complained about it, and talked to some people that were in the know with the Champions book, they said, well, you know, it is fresh start, but you kind of have to read the 23 other issues of his prior run. I'm like, that's no fresh start to me. I mean, we talked about it on the podcast. So when you ended up having this number one, Agents of Wakanda, if you have been listening to the podcast since the beginning, when they did show up in Jason Aaron's Avengers, me and Brandon fell in love with the whole team. We thought they were the greatest. I mean, you have Fat Cobra and you got the Gorilla mans he got all the stuff and it was so much fun even in the couple pages they were in and then they show up here so what you end up having johnny say uh going uh you people quickly forget anything nice you say he's talking about twitter still and you remember only minor indiscretions forever reminds me a second favorite 
uh, blank effing joke, sheep effing joke, uh, a visitor's traveling through a small village and he meets an old man. The old guy tells the visitor about the wonderful accomplishments the old man has performed that have benefited the village. The old man built barns and roads. He delivered babies and he taught children in the one-room village school. The old man lamented, though, I've given so much to this village, but do they call me the bridge builder or the teacher? No. But I F one sheep and look what happens. Uh, but boom, I don't have my deal. So basically, and, and here's the thing is you say this and that is the joke. Like this guy has done so much good. And then, you know, he ended up having relations with just one sheep. Well, that's pretty bad. It's almost like that that ends up being, you know, not a joke, but the people who end up, you know, you could have somebody who their whole life does good, 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 and then you do something horrific. Yeah, you're going to be remembered for that. But anyway, I'm not convinced Mr. Sup is the best writer working today in the industry. He he found Black Panther and Agents of Wakanda number one enjoyable. I did not. I didn't get any smiles out of it. I thought it was pretty lame and it was pretty much a already a watered down version of the little bit that we got in the Avengers book, which was fun. Uh, He liked the art, which I did too. And use of obscure characters. Again, I'm not going to give Jim Zub any credit for the use of obscure characters. These were handed to him. They weren't made. This team wasn't assembled by him. He was given this book because of them showing up in the Avengers. And then I think that he just had no fun with them and in fact didn't even concentrate on pretty much the most interesting and obscure characters it it seemed like when they they go into this they're like all right we're gonna do it and he chickened out and said okay i'm just gonna use wasp and you know john jameson as my point of view here and a koye and a little black panther uh and then had that you know a a little splash page oh yeah well kazar oh he's doing that oh gorilla man uh he's up in space and it just why why not use your whole team and why not use all of the characters you want? In the meantime, Gorilla Man's supposed to be kind of a traitor at this point, too. That wasn't even spelled out. I really thought that it was pretty much pretty lame. I, I, I had no fun with it. We'll see the second issue. I said at the end of the review, and this is on the Patreon, I said at the end, we'll see if the second one kind of uh, picks up. But going into a Agents of Wakanda book and it's more a wasp John and like I, I didn't need that what do you think about Moon Girl getting cancelled and it does stink I like Moon Girl I always say that I'm like one of the few fans of Moon Girl it doesn't sell well it, it was bound to be cancelled uh, one of the things that was keeping it afloat it seems for a while was that uh, it was going to schools and the idea of having it like scholastic books and things like that um, but the comic itself just wasn't selling. So it's one of their worst selling books. So it's a shame. And it's a shame because it is a book that has a character that, you know, is very fun. It's very kid friendly, very all ages. And if you know me from this podcast, that is something that I love. I actually do love all ages stuff like that. I like the younger characters and I've explained it before that I like the younger characters because they do go about things with a little more hope and, you know, and and fun. Uh, They're not beaten down. You don't have, you know, a moping younger character because they're so excited to have 
the, you know, have the powers and have stuff like that. And plus, I, I rather have the idea of, you know, a kid that has superpowers trying to deal with a kind of like a breakfast club type junior high high school situation than the idea of a mopey older superhero who wants to just give it up and, you know, doesn't know what's what. And, and that always depresses me. And I actually explained it to Eric this week while we were just talking about books in general. And I said, like, the, the books that most of you uh, listening here uh, liked when you first started reading comics, even though I've been doing comics and stuff like that on the DC side for now about six or seven years, it's still the, the stuff that I like. Like, a lot of people read comics to, you know, go back to the childhood and go back and remember, oh, man, this is like when I was reading them as a kid. I didn't read comics as a kid, so I'm still in that phase, and those are the things I like. So while you want to read the stuff you did as a kid, I want to try to kind of feel like a kid. When I read them and like, uh, you know, maybe put a diaper on, you know, my diapy and, you know, get get a binky and things like that. <laughs> that's not what I do. That's that's weird. Uh, but, yeah, it's a shame that it's getting canceled. I still have Miss Marble and Ironheart to read the baby Fresno each month. Yeah, uh, they announced Ironheart's being canceled, too. So baby Fresno uh, can enjoy Miss Marble. There's other books, though. There's other books that we don't talk about and other books that aren't exactly in the main fold of books that are more kid-friendly as well that you should check out uh johnny you should uh, read them too baby fresno i hope marvel comes out with more kid-friendly mags i do too i always like those and and it's weird too because coming over to marvel they have so many more characters and i know that this is you know kind of why some people you know, say bad things and have that fight that they're having that I don't want to get involved with one bit. But Marvel does have a lot of characters that do lend themselves to that kid-friendly and all-ages thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know why people get upset about it. There is nothing at all wrong with getting kids involved with reading comics. That That's the greatest thing. I mean, remember, you guys were kids too. And I know most people are, well, I didn't read the kids, Max. I was just reading this, that, and the other thing. But still, if you can get some kids involved and also have them for me because that's what I like, then I'm all in. I think we have officially passed uh, through Marvel Fresh Start. Fresh Start. Phase. What would we call the current Marvel phase? I I don't know. I'd have to think about that. And again, there's people who would be more apt to do it. How about all... All new, all all different. Is that would that work? Would that, <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, that what? That's been done. Uh, I don't know what we'd call it now. Fresh start part de electric boogaloo. That's what I'm calling. How about we call it that? We call it electric boogaloo from now on. That's what phase we're in because we're kind of in that kind of part two. Uh, so yes, I'm now christening it electric boogaloo take care and keep making great podcasts i'll try to get a waterproof ipod so i can listen to you while i swim in the mornings and that's johnny fresno and thank you johnny i hope that you and baby fresno aren't so upset about ironheart uh it is ending at 12 and eve ewing did say though that don't you know they're not going to go away eve and also uh ironheart reary will not be going away uh, there'll be something else with them coming up. And again, there's another character I really enjoy, Riri. So there, take that, people. 
take that in your gate and smoke it, I say. I says to you, but we're going to go off now and finish the podcast with hopefully Brandon. Again, I am recording this and Brandon is still, you would have heard him before now. So you know more than I do if you're going to have Brandon coming up now. Um, But we're going to be doing Guardians of the Galaxy next. All right. And if you are wondering if Brandon made it to the end, the answer is yes. There he is. He's stepping on the lead you were. I was going to make people think that you were oh, here, yeah. but you are, I'm, and we're I'm here to finish it out. Cues right now. Yes, yeah. yes. You're on fumes, and uh, what did you drink? What was your main drink today while you were uh, watching uh, the it's game? A, the it's pool? this IPA called uh, New Juice by Southern oh, Tier Juice, Brew. huh? Yeah. You drunk? How about that? Yep. <laughs> no, no like delicious. hard liquor? No hard liquor or anything? No. No, 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 I'm not, grape a, I'm and not grain. a liquor dude, really. Uh, if do I, you if I think liquor, that it's white Russians? Do you think that if everybody in the parking lot at, at the stadium ended up drinking grain alcohol, do you think that the city of Buffalo would survive? Because I think that I, I've no, seen people at grain yeah. parties when I was in college. And everyone ended up with a awful fight, and you just yeah. oh, it would be the worst. I, I could just they, imagine. They really tried to limit us. We 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 were coming up with the theory today that they created a traffic jam to slow down tailgating. Really? And, that was the yeah. thing. They ended up hiring like fifty thousand people to well, have a traffic had, jam. They usually they usually, especially for the home opener, will have cops like at the lights directing traffic. Yeah, and there was they none of that, that today. No, yeah, they didn't they want just any said, parts to it. So, uh, yeah. Were there any sex toys thrown on the field? Or are they waiting for no, next week? No, we saved week? that for Patriots. That's games. for next yes, week. That's then. a Patriots that's the thing. Deal. Yes. And three and O, the battle of three and O's. That's going to be crazy. It's going to yeah, be so be. crazy. Yeah, like I said, I'll our be... hopes will be crushed probably by the end of the first quarter. But yeah, prior hey. to those moments, it will be a, a fun time. Do you think that when the Patriots come into town? Uh, legitimately that Brady ends up getting a little bit extra security in the Buffalo area. Do you think that yeah, yeah, I'm sure he, he should? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Just an aside sure before does. we go and finish here. One of my favorite things ever was something you sent me last week. I've been laughing about it all week was the idea that when the, the bills ended up playing the jets and then after the game, they ended up asking Josh Allen, your, your young quarterback, Hey, what does it feel yeah. like being in New York playing? And he's like, I always play in New York, and that made yeah, me laugh so much. And it, again, <laughs> it's a shame that the Jets stink. And apologies uh, to uh, Jets fans Rob out Lewis. there, yeah, Rob yeah. Lewis especially. Um, but that would be something that would have driven you guys so nuts. If that would have been, <laughs> if the Jets were good, the idea that yeah. they're so pompous that they think that you guys aren't in New yeah. York because it's not New York City. Well, that would have our been crazy. joke is that we're the only New York team, you know? Oh, yeah, they that's true because where they Jersey. play. Yeah, they do play yeah. in New Jersey. So there. Uh, so take that, Jets fans. Rob Lewis is shaking right. his head Rub now. it in your face. He's already a, yeah. he's already a beaten man. He's already sending me. He's Poor like, guy. His yep, quarterback's he, got mono. Nah, mono and like craziness going on with with them. But here we go. We're here to talk Guardians of the Galaxy. And usually when we have sort of this, you know, banter before a book, it means that we do not like a book. It's not necessarily the case here, though. It's not bad. It's it's definitely the my least favorite Donny Cates book right now. And that I'm reading. 
Uh, so it, it is kind of off to me. And we were talking yeah, before we got on. I've even caught up on Silver Surfer Black. Yeah, I, I haven't been reading that, that so I can't put this. that in there. Yeah, I can't put that in there myself because I haven't been reading that. But the others that I'm reading and have read because he is one of my favorite writers overall in comics in general. And uh, it's just that when this book started out, it was very tied down to all his Thanos stuff that he was already writing. And he kind of, yeah. you know, ended up continuing and ending that t- sort of deal. And then after that, I actually even mentioned on the podcast, like, oh, my God, like, we're finally getting a Guardians book. This is cool. And that only lasted a little bit because now it's part of the Universal Church of Truth. Yeah. And it's more of a Star-Lord book than anything. And in fact, uh, did did you ever read that Star-Lord solo book? I think it was Chip Zdarsky who may have written I've read, it. I've read a uh, couple issues. Good. No, I never I finished loved it. it. Yeah. I thought it was great. And uh, But this feels like that. This feels like now just a Star-Lord book with just some other guys involved. And that's kind of a shame because the idea of this book and the fun and the coolness of it was when you got that big reveal and the, not even the reveal, but the, the mystery as Donny Cates announced that he was on the book, Guardians of the Galaxy. And then we were getting like images where remember you had yeah. almost like a video game All deal where when you when you unlock yeah. a character it would go and you you know you had yep. beta ray bill and you know all these characters that we really liked and then you just haven't gotten them. And most of them are kind of pushed aside and going to other books. It was and kind of a like bait that. and switch type thing. Yeah, it was. And they were all there originally. I mean, they, at one point, this book had 7,000 characters. And now it's kind of just one. And I need a little more. And, and the thing is, in the news, it came out that this run of Donny Cates on this book will end at issue 12. So he only 12, has a couple yeah. more issues. They didn't say, as far as I had seen since, if that means the book ends at 12 or if just there's going to be somebody else coming aboard at 12. Either way, they're calling this an epic and I, I can't see it as that. It's, <laughs> you have to it's disagree okay. There, I agree. It's okay. But it is Guardians of the Galaxy number nine. It's written by Donnie Cates, uh, pencils by Corey Smith, inks by Victor Alazaba, colors by David Coriel, and letters by VCs Corey Pettit. The Universal's Church of Truth has returned its engines powered by life force rather than faith and led by the Patriarch Star Lord's father. The Guardians of the Galaxy fell in the Patriarch's trap and were sub, uh, subsumed under the church's control all except moon dragon and groot together they escaped and located the dying rocket raccoon to help them rescue their friends but even a life support mech suit can't change the fact that rocket's health is failing fast and he looks awful looks like he has the mange is what it looks like you, and that, ba- that's yeah, you barely even see him this issue no, though you no, know you don't. like he's in the suit and you don't even get a glimpse yeah, at him yeah Meanwhile, Star-Lord attempted to reason with his father, but only succeeded in learning the church's insane plot. Kill death by raising their messiah, only this time they're not raising one person, they're raising an army, uh, until the end when we see that it is one person first, and then we'll see the army later. But uh, as this goes on, it's a very quick issue. You do see that his father, Patriarch, is telling him, like, 
here's what happened. Let, let me spin you a yarn. You know, let's yes, go millions right. of years in the future, the end of everything. The universe was burning. You know, by the time we arrived, nothing was left. No heroes, no villains. You see these heroes and villains. They're all dead, though. It seems like they'd be long dead anyway. And you have all this thing going, you know, bad. The, the seas seem to be running red with either Fago or blood. I'm not sure. Maybe there's a juggalo thing going on. That's what Eric used to tell me. Eric used to say that when he tells me these stories, I was a juggalo and we were in Chicago. And boy, those streets ran red with Fago. I'm like, grow up, buddy. I don't want to hear your nonsense, <laughs> you juggalo nonsense. But yeah, so they say, you know, and then that's when we saw them. Death was there. So they go back in time. They kind of get all this going on so that they can create their Messiah and an army to go kill death. And it's one yeah. of those plans. I thought they were talking Thanos this whole time. That's really yeah, where I yeah. was, my brain But was it's going. death. So basically they want to kill death. That's kind of intriguing. Uh, one of the things, though, it's like one of those where the plan, as I'm saying it, kind of seems neat. But then it kind of doesn't when I think about it. But it's yeah. okay. Um, but, yeah, they're well, running on life force. timelines and yeah. timey-wimey stuff boggles So me, basically me the uh, Universal Church and Star-Lord's dad, they want to kill kill death so that they can you know survive in the future have earth so basically though the only way to do that is to get life force they're heading to earth and they're going to end up you know taking just a couple continents it's we're not going to kill everyone yeah, yeah, he no even says deal. he's like you know we're, we're it'll be fun take antarctica it, we're, right? yeah we're just gonna take yeah there's not enough people even though maybe the savage lands they can take i know a lot of oh, people yeah, would not right. be that upset about that um, no, but Eric yeah, would celebrate just, probably. Just take the, the, you know, northeast of the U.S. because I'm ready to yeah, go. I just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the one. I'm on top of a building. Please, patriarch, take me first. And I'm there as my wife and kids just go, eh, and they walk away. They don't care. They're not going to stop me. But you have uh, all this going. And do you understand, my son? And he's like, yes, I do. I understand. I have faith. And you see that that's just a dupe though because as this goes on and it continues very quickly star lord says when he's like hey we're gonna you know patriarch we're gonna go to earth we're gonna take a couple of continents we're gonna get these people um it's gonna be cool and sort of like hey yeah, yeah that's cool but i'm sorry dad i'm really sorry and he's like sorry for what sorry for this knuckle sandwich and then he delivers the <laughs> extra knuckles and, and yep. it's funny too because if Tastes you look great. at the art real quick it is patriarch with spit coming out of his mouth i really wanted him to be activating his dental plan i want chicklets flying out of his mouth as if we are at, you know at the old odd it's, uh, with it's Buffalo like a when I was there. Fight. oh yeah. my god when i was there it was uh, uh donald brashear fighting all of the freaking Every buffalo saber. sabers it was the worst <laughs> fight i've ever seen i actually sent you the video of it it was unbelievable but yeah that's yeah, what i see. crazy but you end up you know he kind of does just knock him out though i i wish right there you ended up having somebody jump up one punch then we could kind of go with that here uh but then you have these <laughs> big, punch, you know yeah. yeah the universal church guys you know these warriors kind of step up and they're like all right you know you're under arrest we're gonna kill you and i do like and you mentioned it to me and i'll say it right now as well i do not like the art in this for star lord i like most of the other no, art yeah, but either. i'm yeah, telling I don't you have any problem with anybody else he look looks at like that a teenage profile dweeb. that profile there when he goes oh right oh it's awful 
I- I'm telling you, he looks I think like that a, th- this is a deep cut here. He looks like one of the characters on the Barbie cartoons my daughter watches really? on Netflix. That's I think that he looks of. like a reject of Hansel, and I don't. I don't have the Hansel so hot right now, and I'm not going to play it because <laughs> Hansel ain't hot right now. He looks terrible. No. He looks so yeah. bad. Or He's maybe. The shave. He could be starring in Encino Man 2, Back to the Valley is what I'd call that. You, uh, you know, so he's there. <laughs> he looks terrible. But I do like yeah, when he's he running. He he is almost doing the whoop, 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 whoop as he's running away because he's like, oh, my, oh, Swearing crap, oh, crap. And he's yeah. like, I should have had a plan. And he didn't. You know, that's kind of him. He does an Indiana Jones under the, the closing door. I really yep, wish he totally. had a hat on that he could reach back and grab and pull out just he like Indiana. He helmet on. Where's his helmet? Yeah, you know? yeah where is it? It would have been so great. But this is weird here that, to I me. I see why he wears is, it now, though. He's not Yeah, really. Dude. Yeah. So, yeah, really. He does need it. He needs visor down is what he needs. <laughs> and get rid of <laughs> yes, any mirror in your ship. Yeah. Uh, so he, he ends up, he escapes there, but then he ends up with, you know, Cosmo, the, uh, you know, the dog, the Cosmo Russian dog right the and face, the cosmonaut yeah. dog. And it's weird because in this, he says, you know, the dog's growling. It's being controlled. Obviously you can see by the eyes. Then also, are you on that page? What the yeah. heck is wrong with Star-Lord's eyes? Look at him. He's now cross-eyed. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, my God. That's, pro- so, that's I'm probably telling why you. he's scared of the dog. He's like, there's four dogs coming yeah, at me really. right now. <laughs> really, he's like, seven dogs? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and really, I don't know what happened as he was running. I didn't really see a lot of vegetation in the ship, but somehow he ran right into the ugly tree and got hit by every branch here as he went because <laughs> he go. looks yeah. terrible. I'd like that. He's like, oh, my God, uh, nine dogs? But the weird thing is, is he right. says – Am I going to have to fight a dog? And the dog does say no, I believe. And uh, But then he doesn't, I guess, because they kind of, you know, yeah, go behind yeah, and whatever hit that means in Russian, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that that's what it means. I'm going to have to look up because I'm telling you, I might be wrong. But I thought that the dog was giving him a little hint that it was, you know, with side. him. That it was yeah. going to be on, on his know. side. And it is. It's no. Yeah. It I figured. I knew it was. Yet. I knew it was no. Yeah. So when he's like, I'm going to have to fight a dog. And when, when Cosmo said, and then he takes him down maybe, yeah. maybe it's a little hint. Maybe it is a maybe hint that Cosmo. Maybe it's just dad taking him down and Cosmo's playing, Again, you know, Or the play here. is, you're not going to have to fight me because I'm going to just, you know, get rid of you yeah, and everybody's going to be here. Uh, I just yeah. thought, like, when I was there, I was like, oh, that's cool. Cosmo is going to go with him. No, it doesn't seem that yet, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but even then, Cosmo's just sitting back, you know, hanging with Patriarch. He seems like he likes him, gets a little, you know, bone and stuff like that. But uh, as this goes forward, they do capture him. And they're like, oh, man, you know, uh, we're going to have to see. We're going to have to remove you, son. I have no room on my ship for somebody who does not have faith, the faithless. And then we go off to see what moon dragon Groot and rocket are doing and boy if there's ever anything that really doesn't matter at all until just the end of the scene it's this because you don't even know planet designation redacted sector classified you can't see rocket they're just fighting and this is where this could be a really, really cool scene. It could be a cool looking scene. Yeah. I'm telling you Introduce that first you to page this character Moon Dragon. I know yeah. nothing about. Yeah, still. I like Moon Dragon a bit. You know, as they're going and and the scene falls flat to me. But really, what what the problem is is I know that Moon Dragon is 
isn't a huge character. And but you barely can see Groot in the background. It's so this should be a a, a pinup. This could be something that would be a really cool thing, especially a mecha rocket where you know that is the coolest thing ever and you barely yep. can make out what's going on and it's just like yeah. out of all the art because i like, like the cat. art i like some of the art overall i don't like we've talked about star lord but other parts of the art i like it's just that page is really off like that's the rushed yeah. page when it, it should does. be it kind of the there. cool page it the, the fight then just kind of ends uh, because you end up having Mag- Magnus come out and, you know, where Rocket sees him. He's like, Magnus, what's going on? He's like, hey, you know, why are you hurting my friends? Why are you hurting my pets? And uh, Or Magus, I guess you might pronounce. I, yeah, I'm terrible I don't know. I call it Magnus. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you right end up with that. that so you have him there kind of joining in with them, which is cool, and it looks neat. But then you just go from there, and, and then you're yeah. right out of there He's again. He's like uh, an alternate version or usually like an evil version of adam warlock i, I don't yeah, really yeah. know how to explain it somebody who knows more could could yeah spell it and, out and better, that's a that's cool thing with is. star lord and stuff like that going on so we'll see how that works out uh you then go back to you know patriarch and star lord and this is what it, it, it's pretty cool when you're reading something and you have some synergy with what you're reading and other things because right now i am doing and finishing up for this month our patreon event book you you haven't been able to join me for the thanos war but in that you have the destroyer you have drax it's one of his first times he's appeared uh because thanos is you know it's the thanos war and he's there and in that you have him right away he's after thanos but nobody can figure out why they haven't really spelled that out yet but by this point you end up where they do bring Star Lord, his dad brings him to this big giant cocoon because they're like, finally, our Messiah is ready to hatch. And when it does hatch, it is Drax and it's the destroyer and it's classic looking, you know, regular yeah, classic sweet. looking Drax. It looks Not great. And that's Drax, the, no, no, yeah. and that's the that's the Drax that I you know I've been dealing with in this event. So when and I just finished doing half of that podcast right before I read this. So when I when it is ending up being the destroyer as their messiah, pretty cool. And I was like, oh, that looks good. Now that panel looks great. You know, that yeah, looks really good. And you know what the funniest thing is there? You have Drax, like here he is, our savior, our messiah, our destroyer. He comes out of the cocoon. Now, the one panel on the left is is kind of nonsense. But that final panel where to be continued, you kind of are getting Star-Lord to look a little bit better. He His face is a little longer. Yep. It's still not the greatest, but that's like the best that he looked in the whole book. But yeah, I like that whole idea because he's like, Drax? And you know, you have that. So that's a really cool ending. And really, if you didn't yeah, have like that cool end. cliffhanger, if this would have been a real down issue to it was, me, it was, it that was picks slow. it up though. That actually gives it uh, more of a you know up score for me. It's still I'm still going to go seven five overall. But yeah. that that cliffhanger was great. I think that yeah, that's cool as heck, especially for the idea that you know Drax has been gone. He kind of doesn't want to fight and all that anymore, and so he's been out of the game. And to have this new you know Messiah Drax just is actual pretty, destroyer Drax. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty cool. So that's pretty. 
pretty cool. And uh, but other than that, you know, the art is hit and miss uh, throughout. And just that whole concept of, you know, the universal church, we're going to go, you know, back to kill death. And then like, yeah, that's not really for me. But, yeah, I know. you know, there's a couple individual the things. Drax that I part did of the like. story interests me more than the other aspects. Yeah, yeah the Drax part I thought was cool. So that actually lifted mine up to a seven five. What would you give it? Yeah, I'm going to give it the same score I gave Old Man Logan. It was kind of the same type of issue, like same feelings I had reading yeah. of it. I, I mean, I enjoyed so it overall. Seven, as a was whole. that what was, I'm trying to remember? Yeah, was it a seven? Yeah, okay. seven. Uh, yeah. It was just a little slow in parts and, and kind of spelling things out over and over again kind of bugs me a little bit when issues do that. And that, that's what I felt like I was getting here. Like, it just it, his dad kept explaining to him the same thing. It's like, either get or you don't, Star Lord. You know, fight yeah. back or, or don't. And then let's yeah. do something here. Yeah, well, um, that's it. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I, I don't know. I, I can see why people really enjoy this, but I'm with you. I don't think it's an epic. We can call yeah. it something. Yeah, Donny it just Cates seemed like it was right there here. to tie up his loose ends from the the past issues and the Thanos stuff, and then we kind of go forward with this one story, and it just it wasn't enough so far. Hopefully, these last couple issues before he leaves, you know, really kick butt. So we'll see, but. That's it. That's the podcast. The only other thing I I know that you probably didn't read, and I even said, I think it was Dino who asked if we were, and actually it might've been uh, Johnny Fresno. Actually, you said that he uh, really liked Miss Marvel this week. And I did as well. That You wouldn't have read that because we're all, both of us are busy. uh, The deal. But I just want to say, if anybody wants some fun, you can go and read that. There's a bunch of books this week that it's a heavy star Wars uh, week as well, which I know know you love. Yeah. There's a bunch of, those you have the ray rose tico book you have dr well, because of new movies what like three months away yeah it's coming up i know you'll be first in line you love no, the star wars fun. yes yeah. yes so but that's it for the podcast thanks everybody i was gonna say i and if this happens i just want to throw it out there the next time and we'll we'll spell it out beforehand the next time that there is a buffalo bills home game like next week right they are playing at yeah. home against the yeah. patriots oh, yeah. we may end up at, at a point on those weeks we'll we'll tell you maybe ahead of time this week we're just coming up with so maybe but if you end up going to the feed on a sunday night monday morning and after a home bills game i know there's a lot of steps involved here uh, and there isn't a show that's that wouldn't be that we skipped it. Blame that me. would be that we're going to yeah. have it Monday night. There may be times where we're going to have to kind of delay it one day uh, to get the actual show yeah, going. You do that, uh, the DC one Saturday night. So that takes yeah. away that day for yep. us. And yeah. We so we have the deal. And, early, so, so. and because of Braxton and stuff, it's tough to just, you know, on a whim yeah. start recording. So I, I would rather not have me just do a full podcast uh, and instead me and you do it like a day late or something like that. So just a little yeah, yeah, thing to throw out there. I almost told you today that I was going to say, hey, you, you, but we ended up recording late last night anyway. So we had one book done. Yeah, so I figured out, let's get it, it done. Way. So that's that. But that's just a little deal. But also remember, go over to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. Check out all the reviews there. We also have a new Facebook uh, Weird Science Marvel Comics. You can look that up and find that. And again, we have a Patreon where if you want more shows and you can get plenty of them there, you can go to patreon.com slash weird science and sign up over there. But that's it. Thanks for 
coming to the show, Brandon. Thanks for yes, duking it out Any after day. a big win. I have a feeling if, <laughs> if the Bills lost, you wouldn't have been here. You would have already been sleeping. Uh, you would have yeah, already been sleeping and pissed. Been in uh, yeah depression sleep by yeah, now. Yeah. See, and just think, the Eagles lost today. I'm sitting here wearing my Eagles hat. Now, the one thing Better this is the best. This is my last thing that we'll talk about, but it is a football thing that I think that you'll agree and get a chuckle. Tanya is was doing wash. So she's putting out things for, you know, everybody to wear. And again, I'm a grown man, but she'll still lay out some clothes for me to wear the next day. So it's usually just Monday that she'll do that for me because yeah. she does a lot of wash on Sunday. Then, you know, all bets are off for the rest of the week. So she's laying out stuff and she puts down my Eagle sweatshirt. And I said to her, and this was, you know, a couple hours ago. And I said, I can't wear that tomorrow. And she's like, well, why? Why can't you wear it? I'm like, they lost. You can't lost, wear, yeah. you know, the Eagle sweatshirt nope. the day after they lost. You can't do that. You can't wear it to work. That's that's nonsense. You're not allowed. You got to put that away. I'll still have my hat on. I always wear my yeah, hat. It needs a break. I, I, yeah, I can't. That that would be like almost like you go in and you're advertising. You didn't see the game or you're not well, a that, real and fan. And it also invites just dumb conversation from dumb people. Oh, oh yeah. you watch the game? No, nope, yeah, I just wear um, the yeah. hoodie for the, for the and, heck and of it just, every day. I'm telling you, after, after my team of any sport loses – the ne- at football to me, you got to wait till usually around Wednesday in my mind oh, to would, start wearing yep. the stuff again. Uh, the Eagles play on Thursday night. They play the Packers coming up. I even have a hard and, time going on Twitter when we lose yeah, for a couple yeah. of days. So I'm telling you, I will not wear that Eagles sweatshirt until Thursday when they're going to be playing the uh, Packers. And unfortunately, yeah. my uh, confidence is so down that I don't think then I'll be allowed to wear it on Friday because I don't think they're going to win. I think they're going to be in big, big trouble. But Hey, if you're an Eagles fan out there, you can commiserate with me. Uh, and and just the idea that the uh, Bills have two more wins, that's ridiculous. That is yeah, just a, downright fluency. ridiculous. But thanks, everybody, for listening. And I hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll be back in a couple days. So bye for now. Later.